Um, so yeah, so the idea is that we, well, Paul wanted to know about each of the teams going going into the new season. So yeah. we thought the most manageable way of doing this is to do an episode per division um, to talk about um, the teams in that division and kind of what we expect for the new season. Um, and obviously a lot of that is based on what happened last season. Yes. Um, and this off season, which is obviously pretty much done now in terms of the draft and free agency and stuff. Um, yes. So, yeah, so that's sort of the idea. Uh, obviously, Paul's not here because you're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I but... thought it was looking good with, with Paul for, for a second there. Um, yeah. He made it back. He did make it back. We recorded, so we recorded two. We recorded one on the NFC East and the NFC West. Um, so, and he's coming to Newcastle tomorrow. So we'll be able to record. Oh my gosh. Hopefully. A big recording session day. Big recording session day. Um, Apparently Hayes is just the most listened to though. Yeah. It's because uh, she uh, like did an Instagram about it on her like personal account. Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe it. I know. Um, yeah. Which I refuse to do. <laughs> I'm too embarrassed. Um, <laughs> no publicity is bad publicity. Yeah, I know, but it's bad yeah, if it say. makes me feel icky in my tummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, so obviously a lot of, I mean, those episodes, I don't even listen to the NFC East one, but it was mainly just me talking at Paul for like 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, well, which isn't I, ideal. I, I've got... <laughs> I've got to confess that um, mm. I know you sent me that sort of one pager. Yeah, yeah. Um, I looked at it today mm-hmm. um, and I didn't really watch um, last year's NFL season. So I'm sort of going in blind myself. But That's fine. I, I sort that's, of looked at like, a few players and like to, to maybe look out for from, from teams. Okay, that's good. I mean, that's an awfully lot more than Paul did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who many of them are. Any of them, maybe. Oh, maybe. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, maybe a couple. Okay, well, I'm hoping. I'm hoping the couple that you picked up on are people I know. Otherwise, it could be a really interesting conversation. Well, I'm sure you will have heard of at least the quarterbacks. Okay, I thought that was a good place yeah. to start. That is a good place to start, and I'm confident I've heard of all the quarterbacks. So. Um, but yeah, okay, so we should say that we're talking about the NFC North, yes, um, which I thought would be the best one for you with your Packers affiliation, yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, okay, so the way we've started this in the in the previous two is to start with the standings last season, um, yeah, for the NFC North, so. Um, so you didn't really watch last season, is that right? I'm aware of like how we did. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So how how so, do you remember the Packers season? Not faring too well. I think <laughs> if you compared it around like the whole NFL, 
Packers mm-hmm. were like mid table. So they weren't yeah. like the very pits of like, you know, the mm-hmm. NFC West, AFC West, but they're not like the, the cream of the crop. I think they were like pretty much level on, on win to loss ratio. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the, and, and then, you know, apart from Bears, I think it was quite competitive. I think Vikings kind of run away with it a bit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so the Vikings won the division. Uh, yeah. They finished 13 and four. Um, yeah. But weirdly, I wrote this down because I did like 15 minutes of research just now. But um, <laughs> their, their points difference, like their total points difference for the season was negative. Uh, yes. That yeah, so, that does make sense. Which is leaky. Yeah. So it's obviously super strange because they won 13 games. Um, but it kind of uh, backs up that like they were winning all these close games and yeah. they were kind of their record was maybe better than how good they actually were. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. So they had a weird one. Um, and then obviously they won the division, but then got knocked out in the wild card round. Oh, the Giants. Who knocked them out? Oh, Giants. Giants, yeah. Weird. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, be interesting to see what happens then this season. Um, but yeah, anyway, obviously we'll get onto that. Um, <laughs> um, get so ahead yeah. of yourself. <laughs> Just so excited. Um, so then the Lions finished second in the division. They finished nine and eight. Just yeah. Yeah. Um I think it came down to like our last divisional game, didn't it? Yeah, so it was the final game of the season. Um and I think the it was Lions Packers was like the late game of the final day or whatever, or might have been the Monday night yeah. game or something. It was like the final final game. And everything had been decided other than the final uh playoff spot. I think it was like if Packers win, Packers make it in the playoffs. And if Lions win, Seattle make it. Um, yes. And then, yeah, Lions won, obviously. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it did. Aaron Rodgers' final game at Lambeau as well. I uh, know. He, he didn't have his best season, did he? No. No. Um, Generally, he's like that. breaking records all over the place. And I don't think he really broke one did he last season not to my knowledge no but um yeah yeah so yeah Packers and Lions uh eight and nine and nine and eight and then the Bears three and 14 are they the worst team in the NFL uh yeah 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 they yeah so they had the number one overall pick in the draft yeah, and Texans just behind. Yeah, so Texans were the worst pretty much all season. And then in some kind of remarkable circumstance, they won their final game, which meant <laughs> they didn't get the number one overall pick. <laughs> <laughs> they, ju- they just wanted to go for it. They wanted the number yeah. two pick. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously the Bears ended up trading out of that pick. Um, yes, 
So they didn't actually make the pick. But which a lot of people are saying might come back to bite them. Yeah, they right? missed out. They missed out on a top uh, player. It's saying that. So the the article that he sent me that says trading what turned out to be the top pick of the second round, which is Chase Claypool, will likely go down as a mistake. Oh yeah, so that was, um, so that was uh, before the end of the season. They traded away their second round pick um, right. to get Chase Claypool, um, and obviously when they made that trade, they didn't realize that they would be the worst team, and therefore the oh. trading away their second round pick is actually trading away you know the first pick in the second round oh, to shit. get yeah. a wide receiver who's not you know not quite as good as that pick warrants um right so they kind of jumped the gun on it a bit yeah or maybe just like overvalued um the receiver right i see um but yeah i think most people were kind of expecting chicago to trade out of that number one pick when they had it um yeah because in this draft, at least, you'd only really use it on a quarterback, which they have. Right, yeah. Um, but, so, is it, but is it a good quarterback? Well, that's, well that's, the, that's the big question. So um, if we're starting at the bottom, because I've, I've run the numbers and oh, okay. it doesn't seem like a quarterback that you'd want to stick with. Um, yeah, okay. That's interesting. Based on, based on which numbers? So, just on on last season, passing yards was 26th in the league, which is quite far down. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was the number one quarterback for sacks. Yeah. And the eighth most interceptions. Uh, Yeah. He does rush for a lot of yards, though. So, he's he's pretty good, like, running quarterback. Seven most uh, Mm -hmm. rushing yards. Um, out of anyone as well, that is. So it's um, that's out of oh, running okay. backs and quarterbacks. He's the seventh highest rusher in the NFL. Oh wow! Um, okay. But that but that probably highlights a problem with their protection more so. That means that he's having to run himself out of out of trouble, I guess, because he keeps getting sacked. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what people were saying about the, their like off season that they've just had is that they've invested in their offensive line right um so they signed a lineman and they drafted one as well um like drafted one in the first round um yes and they also picked up a wide receiver um in that trade that got them out of the number one pick and they got a wide receiver so i guess the narrative now would be he you know he didn't have great numbers last season but in a team that was struggling um now, can he do it with a much, well, what they hope will be a stronger offensive line and more weapons? Well, it looks like his first instinct is to run anyway. So, yes, um, we'll, uh, we'll see how, uh, how much he throws. Yeah, well, that, yeah, that is a big question. He's, he's been good running, obviously, but then, yeah, you know, there's a time and a place. And also, you don't want to get hurt. I think his his longest throw of the season was fifty six yards, oh. and 
the longest throw all season was 98 yards. So, no. Oh, is that um? Okay, so that's yards like on a so passing the, play yeah, rather than the like, in the air for 98 yards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so comparatively, it's it's not even close. Um, no. Like like you say, maybe with with better weapons, he will be more inclined to use his wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah, I think because he was he was drafted two years ago. I think last year was his second right. season. Um so I think he's he's still got time and like you've invested yeah. so much in him so far. It's definitely worth sticking with. And he's shown enough to give him more time, definitely. Um, cool. But yeah this season will be interesting to see uh to see how he goes. Yeah. And they were saying that this bloke Tyreek Stevenson or someone to look out for. Oh, maybe. They picked up in the second round. Oh, I see. The corner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. No, I, I don't I know either. So I've not seen him. <laughs> no, I think um I think that was one of the question marks about this team was that their secondary, like their corners. Maybe they're safety, I don't even know. Um, but are all quite young. So right. obviously he's a rookie if they picked him up this year. Um so obviously that isn't necessarily good or bad, but is potentially a problem because they will yeah, know, they won't have the, the same like, level of coaching to this point. So that's a big kind of question mark over this team, would be their kind of inexperienced corners. But yeah, you never Defensively know. not shaping up too well last season, were they? No. I think they conceded the most points of any team. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Just looking at the numbers now, 463. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, the only way is up. Yeah, <laughs> they can't, surely can't get any worse. Yeah. Or, otherwise, they'll have to get relegated. Yeah. <laughs> Stick them in NFL Europe or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> the Canadian Football League. It's not too far. No, it's not far from Chicago. Um, I think a lot of the Canadian fans will get really, uh, really annoyed at the prospect of having teams relegated into the Canadian. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's not good for their like PR, is it? <laughs> no, not great. Not great. <laughs> um. Yeah, right. I wonder if I've got anything else on the Bears while we're there. No, not really. Um, they've signed some linebackers, which look good. Well, which apparently are good. I, I don't really know who they are. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, the tight end room, they recently signed uh, Robert Tonyan, who was the Packers tight end. I don't know if you remember him. Uh, not to look at. <laughs> Um, recognizing, but yeah, I think that's quite. They've got two decent, like pass catching tight ends, um, which is useful as well, especially for like a quarterback. It's nice to have a tight end who's just yeah. there, like over the middle. Yeah, because um, I don't know, but I feel like over the middle throws would be easier because it's not as far. Do you know what I mean? Because it's just there. Yeah, you know, just like, over those. Players that are in the way and just there. Um, That's what you need, just a bit of bit of safety. 
Yeah, exactly. A safety net. Yeah, he looks pretty impressive, though. Yeah, well, I think, what season was it? I think it was maybe the 2020 or maybe the 2021 season. Um, it must have been 2020 season. It was, like, the first season I was watching. Um, he was, like, really good. And he was, like, I kind of assumed, based on that alone, that he was, like, one of the best, like, tight ends in the league. And then, like, after that season, I've, like, barely heard of him. Faded. Um, yeah. So, you know, maybe he'll refine his form. and Yeah. Yeah. You wonder if injury played a part in that? Yeah, yeah, maybe. I have no idea if he was injured. Might have been. All right. Should we move on to the Packers? Yeah, we can move on to the Packers. Yeah, your favourites. Bit, bit of an unknown, I think. Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, I so... <clears throat> The big story is obviously Aaron Rodgers gone. Yeah. Jordan Love in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess no then, one really knows what to expect from Jordan Love. No, exactly. I think he's, you know, solid. And you'd hope that he'd be good, you know, waiting in the wings, training with Aaron Rodgers, you know, yeah. learning off of all of that you know, IP that he's got around him so he's he's been in the league for two seasons i think okay yeah he's only he's only played 10 games Mm -hmm. and he's only started one yeah and that probably would have been an injury to rogers presumably yeah um but yeah i guess the i guess the coaches would have seen a fair amount of him um, yeah. So they must think he's good enough. Otherwise, they would have tried to either sign someone or draft someone. Yeah, exactly. So I think what, 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 where was he drafted originally? Um, I want to say, oh, I want to say late first round. Let me Google it. Jordan Love. Um, I think it was a bit of a surprise at the time um, because obviously they had Aaron Rodgers. And, yeah, and ever since he's been like a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> why would yeah. they go for a? Why would they go for a quarterback? Uh, oh yes, thirtieth overall, he was drafted. So. Right. Okay. Um, is that good? Um, eh, interesting question. I guess so. Like, eh, it's still the first round, but thirtieth is quite low down. But then I don't know where. Yeah, I mean, for most players, you would say anyone in the first round, you'd have high expectations for. But I guess yeah. like quarterback is such like, obviously there aren't many of them in the league, so you've got to be like the best of the best to just be in the league. So then, to be a good quarterback, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's you know, it's pretty good. He probably wasn't the first quarterback taken that year. No. Um, he doesn't look but, overly quick. From what are you watching? I can are you watching see film? on the, No, I'm not watching film, <laughs> but I'm just looking at his uh, Wikipedia pre-draft measurables. Oh, <laughs> and, okay, uh, nice. He ran a four-seven in the forty-yard dash. Okay, yeah, yeah. The slower end, isn't it? Yeah, what's fast? Like four, four-three, I think. 
Yeah, I think four three is very. I think the record is like just under four three, like four two, right eight or something. So yeah, four three four four is fast. Well, looking at the tight end that we picked up in the draft, uh, just okay. gone. Luke Musgraves, people are expecting quite a lot of them. He's like six six, I think. Yeah. Um, but he ran a four six. He's a tight oh, end. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, that's quite impressive. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't even I don't think he was even the fastest tight end uh in the draw in the uh combine this year. Oh, okay. Uh, uh look, 40 dash. Yeah, he was fourth. Or fastest oh, wow. Luke Luke Musgraves, he ran a four six, but then there was um a guy called Will Mallory who ran a four five. Wow. Four five four, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, I don't know how much Jordan Love runs. Obviously, me like everyone else hasn't seen <clears> much <throat> of him. I imagine um, if the Packers don't want to change much in terms of the way that they're set up, he'll be more mm. of a more of a passer. Yeah, I have more. I have in my head he's more of like a pocket passer. I don't really yeah. know what that's based on, but um, probably just Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> you probably yeah. I just picture. I imagine they just want to get uniform. someone who's like cast in a similar mold. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you? Uh, worked, didn't it, for a for a little bit? Yeah, for yeah, for quite a little bit. <laughs> um, but oh, yeah, yeah. still got Aaron Jones as well. Yeah, both those running backs are really good. Um, yeah, that's a real strength of this team: Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Um, very, very handy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then the wide receivers is a weird one. Like Christian Watson was good last year, but he's pretty young. Like he was a rookie last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, yeah, it's kind of a bit unknown um, what their receivers will be like. Obviously people are yeah. hoping that Watson will be even better and become a bit of a star. But Yeah, I almost wonder if if he might be because Aaron Rodgers always had his favourites. And he yeah. used to like build up like chemistry and, re- and relationships with his with his wide receivers. Thinking back to like Jordy Nelson and and Randall Cobb, who I think has just left as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he was quite influential in getting Cobb to re-sign with the Packers because yeah, he was like, I, I want my receivers back uh, yeah. if you yeah. if you want me to run this team. Um, so you wonder if these kind of younger receivers with this younger quarterback are, are now like given the reins completely and whether yeah. maybe Rodgers didn't fully trust the receivers last season and that yeah, might have uh, hampered their development. Yeah. It's interesting you say that because I remember like, so Christian Watson didn't have a good start to the season, mm-hmm. but then kind of, got after I don't know I'm gonna guess week like four or five kind of started yeah. getting better and better and then was racking up the yards and the catches. Um but I remember I think it was it might have even been the first snap. It was definitely the first game, the first um pass that was thrown went to Christian Watson um like up the sideline 
Um, I don't know how deep it was, but yeah. like, if he catches it, it's a touchdown. And it was a, it was an easy catch, and he just like dropped it. Um, and that was obviously in the first game, and then didn't see much of the ball for the next like, yeah. three games. So I wonder if he'd kind of fallen out of favour with Aaron Rodgers like immediately. Yeah, and that's it. Because so, sometimes you uh, watching Rodgers in recent times, he would be quite. Um, he would choose the easy out and just and just throw it to the sides, but maybe mm-hmm. that was because he didn't fully have faith in his wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they sort of had to earn his trust. Whereas Love might be a bit more uh, a bit more willing to to use the weapons around him because you know he's he's got to. He doesn't have a choice. He, his reputation is the next season, isn't it? So yeah, uh, Aaron Rodgers had a, had a whole kind of legacy behind him already yeah that's true yeah yeah that's interesting yeah I think it, yeah I think I mean in this um, projected starters article that we keep referencing yeah um, written by Greg Rosenthal shout out, um, shout out Greg um, I think he says that the Packers are the most variable team in that mm-hmm. no one really knows what to expect Yes, um, and like I think the wide receiver group is a perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think their defense has kind of, on paper, been like one of the best in the league for the past few years, like in terms of the players that they've got. But then last season, definitely underperformed big time. Yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting to see. They've obviously still got a lot of those players and they drafted um, a big um, defensive end. Didn't they have like a really weird end to the season where they started to win more and then and then it was looking like they were turning it around a bit? Yeah. So they were, I can't remember exactly their record, but yeah, exactly that. They were like, what did they finish? They finished eight and nine. So I think they must have been like three and eight or four and eight or something. And then, yeah. they, so they had to like win all their games, and then they did up until the final one, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. They did like turn it around. So, I guess if you can keep that, if you can keep that going. Yeah. Other than I mean, the at least they've marks, got a lot of they got a lot of fight at the very least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, I'm sure fans in Lambo are pretty demanding, given you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. The successes they've had recently, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's quite a time. In a way, it's quite an exciting time to be a Packers fan, I guess. Like, it feels like a new era. Yeah, could be a, the start of a really bad era. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. Yeah, okay. Um, should we move on to the Lions? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, oh, I've lost my piece of paper. Oh, there it is. <laughs> um, yeah, the Lions. Mm, the Lions are also an interesting team. I think I say this about most teams, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, because they had, in a way, a really good season last season, particularly offensively. Mm. Um, 
when they wouldn't necessarily have expected to. Yeah. Um, like Jared Goff, the quarterback, a lot of people had sort of written off before he came to Detroit. Um, so he was at the Rams and they're kind of, well, he'd done some good bits, but a lot of people yeah. were kind of not expecting much from him. I think I saw um, him when he was at the Rams, actually. Oh, yeah, you would have done uh, the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I remember him being like steady, but not outstanding. Yeah, yeah. I think that's sort of, and he's sort of continued to be that. I think the issue was when he wasn't playing well in LA, he was like throwing too many interceptions, making mistakes and mm-hmm. stuff. So then obviously, if you're not doing any flashy stuff, but all of a sudden you're not steady and consistent anymore. He seems yeah. he seems pretty like he had a pretty consistent season last season though. Um, yeah. Sixth overall uh, passing yards mm-hmm. and sixth overall passing touchdowns. It's like pretty solid yeah. top ten territory. Yeah, I mean, really good, really good. Um, and the fifth, uh, the fifth most first downs. So, wow, well, wow, yeah, very, very steady. Yeah, so that's very impressive. I think. Yeah, because a lot of people were expecting him to kind of fall off and, you know, Detroit to be rubbish and then draft a new quarterback and then that'd be that. But, yeah, he kept his job and, like you say, did really, really well. So, he's back. So, if he can keep that up, who knows? Who knows where this team will go? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it doesn't look like he's a particularly, like, X-factor quarterback. But Mm. if you've got the right people around him, then something could happen but he looks like he's basically sums up the team looking at their kind of figures mm-hmm. um he kind of epitomizes what they were all about last season yeah yeah he was yeah he was efficient and uh yeah not too flashy certainly um but yeah it, it'd be interesting i think it's hard to predict how this team will do this coming season um like so they've completely replaced their running back room. So they had what I thought were two pretty good running backs in DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams, who have both left. And they brought right. in David Montgomery, who I can't remember that much about. I think he was at Chicago. But I wouldn't say, based on what I remember, I wouldn't say better than Jamal Williams. Um, and then they drafted a running back in the first round. Um so obviously we don't really know what he'll be like. Um, so who is it, Montgomery? Yeah, David Montgomery. Um, Doesn't look like he's uh, he's not showing up on the on the first page of this stat list that I've got. Well, oh. and uh, Williams is so, but how much of that would be? Um, Detroit wanting to get rid of him and bring someone else in, and how much would that have been of of him wanting to leave? Um, well, Jamal Williams wanted to stay. I heard him, oh, heard did him he? interviewed. So, yeah, he's actually a really, a really fun person to listen to. He's he always comes out with some crazy stuff. Um, like he in his first interview because he signed for the Saints. And in his one of his first like press conferences down there, he spent ages just like he was wearing like a 
Pokemon on his hat. Uh, <laughs> and he spent about five minutes of the press conference explaining exactly who the Pokemon was and how it oh, wasn't Pikachu, but how it was related to Pikachu. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, I'm just looking at what he did last season. He was just he was one place worse than Aaron Jones. Um Is this Jamal Williams? Yeah. Yeah, okay. He ran for over a thousand yards. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, a lot of touchdowns, I think. From 262 attempts and 17 touchdowns, yeah. Yeah. And then thing. Montgomery, he did 800 yards from 200 okay. attempts, and they only scored five touchdowns. So it seems like an odd move. Yeah, I think a lot of people thought it was an odd move. Um Obviously, He's only got over a thousand yards in one season. That was in 2020. Mm. It's a really, really strange move. Money talks, so he must be really cheap. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it says, I think I, think I read somewhere that. Do you think he's going to he be the starter? Money. Yeah, so I'm reading Greg Rosenthal's Projected Starter <laughs> series. Yeah, um, the, the Bible. The Bible, yeah. Um, and what's it say? I can read it. Um, oh, he says, so this is about David Montgomery. I don't see him as a significant upgrade over Jamal Williams. It seems then, like a downgrade. Well, yeah. Um, and then talking about who will play more, David Montgomery or this rookie they drafted, Jamal Gibbs. He says, considering the money Montgomery received from the Lions, it won't surprise me if he plays more snaps than Gibbs this season. So that implies he did get paid. My God. So maybe he'll be great there. Maybe they've seen something in him. So I think looking at the differences in the two players, Mm -hmm. it looks like Montgomery's a better receiver of the ball probably indicates how they want to play. Oh, okay. That's so it might be more of a reflection of they want to pass more ball than run more ball because looking at William's stats from last season, he only had 12 receiving yards. Oh, no. 12 receptions and 73 yards. Okay. Um, yeah. Whereas the guy that they've got in received the ball 34 times for over 300 yards. Oh, okay, yeah. So I think they're going to take it to the air a bit more. I mean, obviously, if you've got someone who's pretty steady like Goff, you can afford to do that. Maybe indicates that they're going to to play that sort of game. Yeah. Look at that. Proper analysis. (laughs) Just just do what I do. (laughs) (laughs) Just just looking for the discrepancies. Yeah, okay. Yeah. May well be something like that then. Just like a different type of player rather than... Yes, I think so. I think so. I only scored one receiving touchdown though, so I still... It's still an odd... It's still a slightly odd one. Like, I'm sure there's better receiving running backs out there if they wanted to play that game, but... Yeah. Maybe they see him as balanced, so he could do both. Yeah. It's my options. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, what else did I write down about the Lions? Um, um, I've got their their wide receiver. Looks pretty pretty handy. Amon Ra. Amon Ra, yeah. Amon Ra. Um, yeah, no, he was really good. Um, he was, this is a fun fact. Um, so he obviously plays in the football, in the National Football League. His brother, Equinemius St. Brown, also plays. I think what a name. Bears? Yeah, I mean, both great names. Yeah, incredible. Um, they sound like Pokemon. They do. <laughs> they do. Um, but on uh, Hard Knots, the like yeah. documentary series, um, last season was on the Lions. So they had Armin Ra um, uh, like featured in it. And also his dad, who was like, I can't remember, like, um, like uh, really like, is that Mr. World or something like a bodybuilding thing? I yeah, I can't remember the thing, but um, his name was I can't remember his first name. I want to say John, like John Brown or something. Um, and they he added the saint to his kids' names because he thought <laughs> it looked better on the back of a jersey. Like when they oh were my born. god! <laughs> Do you think he was trying to compensate because he had such like a boring name? Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah, he was maybe. only John Brown. He, <laughs> he wanted his kids to have like a proper a star name, you know? It's possible he went too far the other way with that one. <laughs> it sounds like it. it. Does sound like that. Um Yeah, but yeah, that's that's wild. Anyway, yeah. I'm gonna St. Brown. Looks good. He had a really good season. <clears throat> and um, the only the other thing that I've got noted is the yeah. rookie to look out for is Sam Laporta, who's a tight end. So yeah. Also indicates that they might want to take it to the take it to the skies. Take it to the skies. Um, yeah, exactly. I think this year there's a really strong tight end class in the draft. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the Lions traded away um, their tight end mid season last year. So if Stan Laporte can be good, that and he's be, uh... um, <clears throat> looking at the dash times, he's the third quickest. So we said Luke yeah, Musgraves, yeah. The, the Packers one, was the fourth quickest. He was the third quickest. He's 4.59 in the Ooh. dash. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's, he's pretty pretty handy. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, the only, th- the only other thing I've got, well, it's not actually the only other thing, but another thing I've got written down is... Um, Jameson Williams, who was, I want to say, a first-round pick. He's a wide receiver. Yes. Um, was the Lions' first-round pick in 2022, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and But he was injured for some of last season. Um, so he didn't play, certainly, that much at the beginning. Um, and then has recently been suspended for violating the gambling policy. Yeah, I did see that because he wasn't on the list of starters, was he? No, yeah. So he he would he would be on the list of starters if he wasn't suspended, I suspect. Uh, um, he so, wasn't gambling on the NFL, was he? 
No, I think this was one who he was gambling on other sports, but while at the team facility. Right. Okay. Which to me doesn't seem like a big thing. That but seems quite harsh. Yeah, I guess they're trying to be pretty strict with it. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I would. I would be annoyed if it happened to me. But so is it, how many rounds is he banned from? Um, I think six. Oh, that's that harsh. Right? I imagine he got a fine as well, did he? Uh, presumably, yeah. I think so. Seems like a harsh punishment. Yeah, I think there were other members of the Lions who were also suspended, um, and then, but they weren't as like, uh, like good players. They weren't as like recognizable names or valuable right. players. So I think they ended up getting like released. They're just um, squad players, sort of thing. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't know their names, so. <laughs> <laughs> They probably play on the special teams. Yeah, exactly. Just special teams guys. <laughs> Nameless special teams guys. <laughs> exactly. But um yeah, so I had that written down. Um and then the only other thing I wrote down, which is potentially interesting, is they did draft a quarterback in the third round, um, called Hendon Hooker. Mm-hmm. Um I think going into the draft opinions on him varied quite a lot but some people did predict him going late in the first um so they dropped okay. him in the third round so the question there would be well i think the expectation might be that he could potentially battle to be the starter next year um i.e the 2024 season um but you know if goff really struggles which I don't expect he would, but if he does, then it's it's a potential option for them. Um, yeah. But we'll see. I don't know. I don't know if Goff was struggling. I'd be surprised if Hendon Hooker could come in and be an improvement. He's got a, a score of 87, and he's the second-ranked uh, quarterback of the 2023 Combine, so he must be pretty good. A score of 87, a score of, what does that mean? Like what, what I don't know. I don't know what they, <laughs> I don't know. So they, they say here, they've got the stats. It's like production score 86, athleticism score 85. Okay. And that combines to make a total score of 87, um, which ranks him second of, of the quarterbacks in the 2023 combine. Okay, that's interesting. Which is um, interesting that he was a round three pick. Yeah. Yeah. So he was what the f- I'm trying to count. I think it was must have been the fifth quarterback off the board. I think there were three in the first round, one yeah. in the second, and then one in the third. Well, it's even more often. It's even more strange, really. But unless he's got a game that maybe doesn't suit the other teams, I'm not too sure. Um, but it, what it says, his they give them a prospect grade as well. So this is on the NFL website. Okay. His prospect grade is 6.23. And then it's got like a, a line underneath it that says will eventually be a starter. So, um, okay. but it says will eventually be an average starter. <laughs> so I okay. think what they've gone for is a, is a nuts and bolts quarterback by the sound of it. Maybe a bit like Goff. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think if I'm right, I I think Hendon Hooker was one of the concerns with him in the draft is that he was relatively old, like for mm. uh, for what would be a rookie. Um, right. So probably he's got less like improvement in him, at least immediately than some of the others. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. So um, how old is he? I'm not sure. I want to say like 25 or so. Um, I wonder if I can. Oh, I can click on him. 25. Yeah, dead oh, on. Smash it. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's yeah. I guess that's pretty old, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, bear in mind most players will play what three years at college, so probably be 21, 22. Yeah. Um. So I don't know and how that, he that to kind stay of explains to round three. He must have been held back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think when COVID happened, I think there was an option for players to like play during COVID and then play right. another year or maybe sit out the COVID year. I can't remember, but there was some stuff where COVID meant players could play an extra year as well. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, somehow right. he's way older than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> He could have had a three-season career already. Yeah, exactly. I think he's like older than Lamar Jackson. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Late developer. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's only just picked it up. Well, you mean maybe he started playing when he was at twenty-three? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he just got like such natural ability that he was like, oh, "I should give this a go." Yeah. He keeps like throwing things like in the bin like really accurately his whole life, and then he's like, "Oh, I could do this. I could do this for a living." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Um, the only other thing I wrote down is that they've improved their defense. Um, right. So, um, yeah, they've got Emmanuel Mosley, who's a corner they got from San Francisco. Um, so he's he looks good. They drafted Jack Campbell, uh, linebacker. Um, and they had was it the so the second overall pick in 2022, Aiden Hutchinson on their defense. So obviously, he's still, yeah, he'll be still there. He was good last year. Um, but I think he would be wanting to be even better. Um, mm-hmm. but I guess that's how it goes, doesn't he? You kind of get better, especially the first few yeah. years in the league, so. Yeah, and I think overall, I'm not really sure, but I think a lot of people would have the Lions as the favourites for this division. Yeah. Um, I think, obviously, the Vikings will come on too, but I think people were projecting them to not be as good as they were last year. Yeah. So, yeah, should be good. I mean, the Jameson Williams thing is a, is a big loss, potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it looks like they're they're kind of getting players to fit a game plan more than players that are just X factor. Um, yeah, so everyone's kind of pulling into into the right direction, I guess. Yeah, um, definitely. And they've got. It, really... it seems like they've made shrewd signings without like 
you know catching the attention of of anyone really mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think i mean they've got a very like um enigmatic head coach in Dan right. campbell who is such like a character um but he's definitely got a type of player that he likes um like a you know like a someone who like works really hard and yeah. i guess everyone wants players to work hard but um we always take that over some kind of like you know like god-given talent or do you know what i mean yeah uh, like he he was a tight end in the league before um and yeah, I'm looking at pictures of him now. It's it's an absolute unit. He, yeah, that's what I was going to say. He is even still. Um, yeah, he doesn't I look mean, like he's that long out of the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, he looks like he could play tomorrow. He does. He does. Um, yeah, in this season of Hard Knocks uh, last year, he was obviously really good in it. But um, yeah, yeah. So there were times where he was like doing a lot of the like workouts with the players and stuff. Yeah, and then he'd, he'd be like getting up, and he'd be like saying to his other coaches, "Ah, oh, I, I can barely keep up anymore." I said, like, "Well, yeah, you're not a professional anymore. You don't have to keep up." <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> but yeah, should we do the Vikings? Yeah, let's do the Vikings. Um, have you, um, have you got anything on the Vikings? Well, looking at what I was, I was just looking. So I started a quarterback, yeah. and I look at like how the teams performed. Mm-hmm. From what I can see, and this is without watching any of their games uh, at all, mm-hmm. they seem to be quite a high risk, high reward team. Okay, yeah. The only reason that I would say that is. He, the cousins, the the quarterback, mm-hmm. at the fourth best yards in the NFL, and the third most, um, third most sacks. Uh, but he was top five for for first downs, but also had the fifth most interceptions. So he turned the ball over a lot, mm-hmm. but also got a lot of yards for the team and a lot of first downs for the team. So he obviously just went for it like the whole season, really, and that and that kind of is exemplified by the interceptions and the sacks. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Because in my head, I would always have Kirk Cousins down as more of like a Jared Goff type. Like a conservative um, player. Yeah. But um, he did stack up a lot of yards last year. Um, but then if you look at their kind of points for and points against, against they've let in as many, uh, almost as many points as they scored. So. They're obviously quite a loose team. <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. Season just gone there. Their defense was the big problem, obviously. Um, Does it seem like they, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but mm. they didn't draft to fix that? Yeah, it doesn't, they've not made significant strides. On defense, they they went for a wide receiver in the first round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and it doesn't seem like um, doesn't seem like yardage was their problem. It seems like defense was their problem. Yeah, yeah. So 
So, yeah, I guess so with the wide receiver, obviously they drafted Jordan Addison, the wide receiver in the first round, um, but they did trade trade away or release well, who would have been their second wide receiver, Adam Thielen. Right. Um, right. Okay. Yeah. So he, I mean, Thielen was a good, like, second wide receiver. Um, so you think they've gone for a like for like? Yeah. So just kind of refreshed it. Like, Thielen's getting on a bit. It's certainly part of prime now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Jordan Addison will be a good replacement. But, mm-hmm. yeah, like you say, is it the area of need? Yeah, Probably. but they've got this guy, Jefferson, uh, who looks like he was pretty handy as well. Yeah, he, Justin Jefferson's definitely... He was top of the stats in terms of receptions, and he also uh, made the most yards as well for a wide receiver. Um, yeah, um, And he was 12th in terms of uh, touchdowns scored, passing touchdowns, so okay. he was pretty handy. Yeah, he's definitely one of the best he's definitely top five receivers in the league um some people would probably have him number one like um he's a definite plus point for this team Um, yeah and and a lot of in a lot of areas he seems good yeah yeah um and i guess he'll still be on his rookie deal as well so he was right so he only played seasons ago okay so yeah um yeah, so the wide receiver group is pretty good. Um yeah, their running back situation is interesting because they had Dalvin Cook, who had been really yes. good, like stacked up a lot of yards over the past few seasons. Um and has relatively recently, like the last couple of weeks, just been released. Um right. So do, they, do you know why? Um, I think it's just they just have decided to not go with him. I don't think they like fell out particularly or whatever. I think they just think they can get someone cheaper, basically, I assume. Um, but yeah, I don't really know. Um, but yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm surprised that Cook isn't in higher demand. Like he's been released and he hasn't been signed anywhere else. Um, yeah, so they've got Alexander Matson stepping in at running back, who right. they already had, and they were kind of sharing the snaps. Um, so so guess, he must be fairly decent. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would say, you know, like less of an established star, certainly. So Yes. I mean, maybe they've looked at them both next to each other in training and decided that actually Matson will be better, but... We'll see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the big concern is the defense here. Um, so they they signed Marcus Davenport, which I think came from the Saints. Um, so that's obviously a positive move. But then they've lost to Darius Smith, who played like the same position. So that's kind of, you know, Neither here nor there. He used, really. he used to play for Packers, didn't he? Uh, yes, I think you're right. Actually, yeah, I don't really know what to expect, but yeah, it says here that um, if the Vikings are going to are going to succeed, it's going to be the way they did it last year, which is just yeah, scoring more, chucking it about, yeah, and just 
Yeah, throwing caution to the wind a bit. And having but a win. It's hard to play against, though, to be fair. Um, yeah. People like that, so... So how would you how would you have the the league panning out? Do you think oh, yeah. the uh, do you think it would stack up virtually the same as last season, or do you see some of those teams uh, swapping places? Yeah, it's tricky. It is tricky. I mean, when me and Paul did the the NFC East and West, it was a lot more obvious. Um, there were a few question marks, but roughly you kind of knew how it was going to be. I mean, obviously, yeah. we might be wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. But um, this is a much trickier one. Um, I'd probably have the Vikings certainly not doing as well. Yeah. Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe they'll still win the division. It's, I'd be it's tempted to, to say Detroit would, would win the d- division. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's definitely possible. It, it feels like Detroit know their their game plan of kind of like mm. work to sign for their deficiencies last season, where it feels like Minnesota are just like leaning into their deficiencies, but hopefully like going to accelerate their strengths. Which yeah, yeah, exactly. And like the Lions are on an, a very clear upward trend, like. Uh, season before last, they were the yeah. second worst team, or whatever it was, and then they finished nine and eight. So if they can yeah. continue getting better, which obviously will be the game plan, um, it's hard to doubt them too much. Yeah, so um, I could see them swapping places. Yeah, I could even see, I could even see Lions one, Packers two. That wouldn't surprise me. Maybe. Um, Maybe I, I'm just hesitant to put Packers uh, <laughs> too far up the table uh, because they are such an unknown quantity. Yeah, yeah. So I think the safe if I, if I was going to put some money on this, mm-hmm. I wouldn't put Packers one or two. Although I do think Matt Lafleur is a good coach. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I'd be tempted to say that they're just going to be the same. Okay, so you think about about even wins and losses, and I I don't think Bears are gonna. I think Bears are still gonna be rock bottom. And I, I might be, I might come be to better. regret that. Uh, well, I guess I guess they can't be worse, can they? <laughs> I don't think they've worked very hard to try and improve. Yeah, I think. I think they've made some like pretty, pretty bad deals in the off season. Um, what deals do you mean? Well, like you were saying, where they jumped the gun, missed out on their oh on their pick, and um, yeah, just not not very like shrewd business. Uh, really, like maybe they should have held off. Yeah, I think I think that that Chase Claypool move. Yeah, has definitely turned out to be a mistake, I think. Um, but yeah, I guess like the Bears obviously were so bad in so many areas. Yes. That all you you know, whatever you do in the draft or free agency, you're probably going to be making it better. Yeah. Um, and I like I like the emphasis on the offensive line 
and the wide receivers and just kind of putting a quarterback in the best position you can. It's make or break for, for fields though, isn't it? You've got to feel. Yeah. Yeah. If he has a if he has a really poor season, they'll start looking for for other options, I would guess. But um, he's obviously not like not terrible, but yeah, if he can't do it with protection, then mm. you've got to you've got to start looking for someone else, surely. But I feel like hasn't that been historically quite a big problem for Chicago for the past few seasons? Is that they can't their their quarterback just doesn't really do it. Um. Yeah, I mean, I can't remember them having a having a decent quarterback like a reliable. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I feel good about Fields. Um, I I kind of have faith. I think you seem he, to rate him. Yeah, I do. The way you talk about him. I mean, yes, yeah, so he was drafted two years ago, um, and there were five quarterbacks taken in the first round, and he was the fourth of the five, or maybe in the fifth. I think he was the fourth right. of the five, and. Um, the second is Zach Wilson, who's now on the Jets sideline, like playing behind Aaron Rodgers now. Um, yes. You've got um, Mac Jones, who's at the Patriots, who I'm less confident in. Um, mm. He had a decent rookie year, but really struggled last season. Um, and then you've got Trey Lance at San Francisco, who we've not really seen much of. Um, and then you got Trevor Lawrence, to be fair, in Jacksonville, who has been really good. But I would put Fields, in terms of, I don't know, in terms of prospect, I'd put him closer to Trevor Lawrence than I would to like Mac Jones or Zach Wilson. Right. But yeah, like you say, this is the year to show it, I guess. Yeah, he he obviously showed potential, um, mm. but now he needs to start kind of delivering on that, I guess. Yeah, just like stay in the pocket a bit more, stop throwing the picks, and then, yeah, and then that I mean that's basically it really because if you've got the running game sorted, then you can always get out of trouble. He had he had less interceptions than uh, Cousins though, so. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like his interceptions came from pressure looking at the stats because he got sacked the most out of any quarterback as well. Yeah. Whereas Cousins came from um like holding onto the ball. Being bold. Yeah. And, and and being a bit more daring. Yeah, probably like maybe throwing it yeah. downfield or into more contested areas. Which I guess if you've got good offensive line you can kind of take a few more risks um, yeah yeah and I guess if you've got receivers that you trust you're more likely yeah. to throw up those 50-50 balls or whatever yeah so I guess hopefully that their receivers will um, will kind of gel um, mm. with yeah. him that they've, they've brought in um, but may, hopefully they don't gel too well because it's quite nice in <laughs> Chicago at the bottom isn't it yeah, yeah. To be honest, to be honest, I don't really mind seeing Chicago at the bottom. Yeah, you don't like Chicago anymore. 
Now, well, Chicago actually beat San Francisco last season. Um, oh, you were one of their three wins. Yeah, <laughs> first game of the season um, <laughs> in like a monsoon. But yeah, they all count the same. At the end of the day, everyone probably thought Chicago were going to do something now. Yeah, I, well, I think I think they were like after like seven games. I want to say they were like three and four, and then they just lost. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Something uh, like that. That is pretty tragic. Yeah, their <laughs> losing streak is 10. Their losing streak is 10, so I think you're right. Yeah. Um, and then San Francisco did the exact opposite. They were like, I don't know. They lost their first uh, few. Yeah, they were like four and four or something. Or may, might have even been three and four. And then one. Time. I think it's easier to lose games at the start of the season and then come good towards the end because. You're obviously off the back of off-season. You're a little bit rusty. Mm. You're just like gelling with your new teammates, stuff like that. Yeah. But if you go downhill through the course of the season, then you know you've got problems. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. And especially because, obviously, you want to be the best team possible at the end when there's potential playoffs or a Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. So... It's it's a momentum thing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Which is why I was optimistic about the Packers, but they, they didn't come through. No, no. Yeah, I, I was kind of... They're the sort of team that if they so. made the wild card, like, you never know what to expect. Like, they're the sort of team that could get into the wild cards and then go all the way. And... Yeah, definitely. Um, I remember watching that final game last season against the Lions. And obviously, like, I was rooting for the Lions anyway, because I kind of like the Lions. But also, yeah. I knew that if the Packers won, it would be Packers-Niners in the wildcard game. And yeah. was just, that made me feel uneasy. Yeah. But, uh, just Aaron Rodgers will just, like, find a way to win, like, 12-10 or, do you know what I mean? I know. Well, at least you don't have uh, Rodgers' fear factor anymore. Yeah. He's off to the AFC. Yeah. Good riddance, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> Easy pickings um, in the AFC, isn't it? Oh, yeah. AFC's piece of piss. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Didn't hack it over here with the big yeah. quiz. He's <laughs> um, with the Jets. Yeah. Easy pickings. He's only got the Patriots and the Bills in his in his division, so... Yeah, and yeah, and the Dolphins. Like, the AFC yeah. East, I think, is the toughest division this, this year. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah. Good luck to him. Yeah, um, is what it's I not, say. It's not the NFC think. North, is it? To be honest. Oh no, NFC North is where the real powerhouses are. Yeah, <laughs> that's where they play in the cold. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's still pretty cold in like Buffalo and <laughs> yeah in the AFC. Um, yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. All right. Cool. Do you have anything more on the NFC North? Quite excited to see how it unfolds uh, and whether our predictions come true. Um, we'll be able to look back at this at the end of the season and um, see how wrong we were. Yeah. Yeah. Who? I mean, who doesn't love re-listening to your own voice making big mistakes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there'll be some callbacks. <laughs>